Closet Chats. I'm Adam. And I'm Bianca. And we are joined potentially by Miss Tiger the Cat today. We are going to be discussing viticulture in our Then and Now segment today. So if you don't know or you missed the last one, this is where we're going to talk a little bit about a game, our experiences with it, where we were in the hobby, if we can remember when we got it and how it compares to other games kind of what we what we think about it but haven't played it in a while necessarily it's been a while since we've played there's a lot of games that we (laughs) yeah it's just tiger was chiming in she's roaming around with her baby i'm sure oh there she is oh my gosh don't take that noise as her thinking this is not a good game. She's not unhappy. Um, She's trying to get in on the conversation, too. Right, right. So, the game, Viticulture, or the segment then and now. So, after we talk about it or have some discussion around it, we'll stop and go play it. And then we'll come back with a fresh perspective and see how it compares now. There's a lot of games... We've played since the last time we've played mm-hmm. this. I know it ranked very highly for both of us for quite a while when mm-hmm. we got it. We're going to be playing the Essential Edition. Which one is that? I, gosh, it's been so long. There was an expansion, and then... Or the expansion actually added quite a bit of stuff. Well, the... so the Tuscany expansion, mm-hmm. right? So when we we got this game... We, we got the Essential Edition, which is the second edition. Oh, that's right. We got everything. Almost. Oh, no, it was the board update. The I remember now. Update. Wow, that was a while. Yeah. Right. So this came with several editions. It says right on the box with some modules that Uwe put in, the designer of the game. <laughs> Tiger agrees. <laughs> and the one thing that it didn't have was the updated board. So we had to get the Tuscany expansion mm-hmm. to do the updated board. And I don't think we regularly play with anything else. We, so in the past, remembering back, we we played one time with, I remember I had, so you have your main board, which has your vineyard on it. And then it's got, you know, the crush pads um, and then your cellar. And there was another little sideboard that we used once. Do you remember what that was? I think that was the cheese. I don't think it was the cheese, because I felt like mine... I ended up not using it very much, because it was something that sort of hinged on having more players, and so it didn't work really well. Like, it was... Gosh, I can see it in my head, but I can't remember what the ability of it was. I should have looked into it. But only once had we played with that, and then every other time, we have not played with that. Well, they have the specialized meeples. We've played with those. Which we have played with, but don't regularly. I think the only thing that we regularly add or play with is the new board. I think so. Well, we yeah, we don't even have the old board anymore. I'm sure we do, but I don't know where you it is. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I would imagine we, we do. It's funny. So this is a game from Stonemeyer Games. And we don't have a lot of Stonemeyer Games. What other Stonemeyer Games? Well, Scythe. Would be oh, the, that was on your list the for... one that comes to mind. Uh, Scythe oh. was the very first board game I was ever going to back on Kickstarter, and it was too intimidating, so I didn't. 
I remember seeing, or, yeah, there was just lots of, was, had somebody, was it already out and people were playing it? Or, maybe it was just a description, but I just remember there being so many different facets to it, and just being, like, where we were in our gaming career, it just seemed like too much. For Scythe? For Scythe. Yes, it was... It, it was back in sort of the beginning when we didn't really know what a lot of things were. And it, was, it also had a high price point. So I didn't, I guess I didn't know at the time that was the, how it would be. We've gotten, gotten much, much less prone to sticker shock as we <laughs> just, just yeah. contemplated $150 plus shipping for Massive Darkness it's 2, which... Spoiler, we aren't going to back, although it's it seems like a great game. We own Massive Darkness mm-hmm. 1, and we'll do do a podcast about that here shortly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But to steer back to winemaking, we got this game at the end of 2017. Oh. I looked back, Not was able too. to find it. Kind of right in the middle. What other games do you remember? We bought Suburbia right before. Mm, I remember playing that. And yeah. you got me Caverna for Christmas right after. Okay. So the two Uwe's right in a row. I remember we were playing, yeah, Viticulture a number of times. Just me and you. And then playing it with Lauren and Larry and Ray and Teresa. And, yeah, I remember just loving it. I like the... Oh, it added the season, right? The new right, board the update. new board. That's right. Right. It added winter? Well, it... in the original board, if I remember correctly, spring and fall, oh. you only drew cards. Yes. There was no actual, you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm, and right. I still think, if I remember right, spring isn't... Is spring just when you wake up? No, I guess not. I think there is an there is a spring. Spring was there for sure, or I'm not in the new board. Oh, in the new board, uh, spring you give. I think you could give you give you can give tours. Right. You can get the seeds. Yeah, so it is four full seasons. It's now. four full seasons now, and I really like that each season has its own separate set of abilities. Some of them are a little bit the same, but it's kind of nice because maybe you're not quite ready to do that yet you're not quite ready to um giving a tour you can give a tour i think in spring and in fall i think that's true you yes. can do it twice so if you don't do it the first time around you can do it the second time around and then uh i can't remember now but like drawing cards also giving that ability i really like versus having to wait for the you know season to turn over mm-hmm. and they added the bonuses for when you quote unquote wake up so you have the mm-hmm. player order, and they, they they just updated really everything and made it much better. And and it's interesting that they were able to do that with like just a board switch out. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder when you play a game and someone I think gosh I can't remember Tonka I yeah, think Neta this Tonka. was we had this discussion where it was well this. This is fine, and the mechanics work great, and the theme is okay, but I could easily see this themed differently. It could have been, Mm -hmm. I think we talked about, like, building spaceships, or... Yeah, it could be a manufacturing plant. Right, anything in which you're, like, yeah, looking for parts and and making a product. Mm -hmm. I think that what this game does really well with exchanging the board 
is showing how versatile an idea can be. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't change any of the rules or the feel or the theme, but it was able to add so much with what really is kind of a simple change. I agree. I, yeah, thinking back to when we were playing it originally, because we played with the original board yes. several times, if I remember right, and and I remember thinking, oh, we don't get to do anything for... Uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was now, but, or spring and... Spring and fall, spring you just fall, drew cards. You just drew if cards. If I remember correctly. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer, so you don't actually get to play all of the seasons. And when they added, you know, they added those other sections, I was like, wow, there's really so much more to do now, and I really need to plan out how I'm going to set my meeples, and plan out the order in which I want to go out of the game. Because when you go out, then you decide, um, in order... I think it's the first person that goes out. Oh, when you pass, pass for the year. When you pass for the year, yes. you're deciding when you're waking up, and that's deciding the player order. Right. And so, which I sort of kind of like because <laughs> I, I, I dislike when there's, well, it's like in Netatanka and Lords of Waterdeep, um, other games where you put your player on the first player thing, and then you get that for player. Right. And it... I find it bothersome when the same people do it over and over and over again because it doesn't give it doesn't give you the chance player order to to change that. And so in Viticulture, I could just do spring and then go out and become first player. Well, in talking about player order, one of the better things that Viticulture does is there's a whole range of when you wake up and that has they all have different mm. bonuses you get that's what it is that yeah that's where i was going is that on the board waking up tiger's awake if you go first you're 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 not punished but it, you don't get any bonus you don't get any bonuses that's what i like that's that's where i was going with that is that even if you're that first person every single time it doesn't always pay but in a lot of other games it pays to be first because you get the first pick of all of the actions. And with Viticulture, it, being first isn't always the best. And it doesn't always give you the bonuses that you want. And so sometimes waking up last is exactly what you want. And it's okay. Because there's always chances to to progress your game further. Even if you're going last. Well, I would even say, and I, I hate to bring this strategy into it right now because we are going to go play this game and then she's going to beat me. But <laughs> the later you wake up, the better your bonuses are. Mm -hmm. But if you wake up last, you have to be first. Exactly. Next turn. Yes, that's what I mean. So you can't always be taking that last one over and over again. So, which in other games, that's not mitigated. It's, it's, you know, you wake up first, all right, I'm going to put my first player token back on that first player. And I'm always going to be first over and over and over again. So it's okay to be first, but in this game, being last sometimes is better for your game versus just being the first person. Does that make sense? It does, but if you I've... use your first placement to be first player, then really the second person is always the first player. I guess, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> so I don't disagree. I feel like, I feel like it, it's maybe... Just in the circle of game of, of people we play with, 
the first player token doesn't always get nabbed up the first time around, so it just ends up being the same person being first over and over again. I don't know. It's an interesting problem to think about because we had that discussion last week with Eschaton that when you have a first player token that just moves, Mm, when you're the first player and then you're the last player, there could be seven moves, seven turns in between your turns. And that's... That's a lot of downtime. A lot of downtime. It's a lot of time for something else to happen. I think that happened multiple times where it's like, oh, I just went, I'm first player, and now I'm waiting, but I'm watching all of these things happen to the board, and then your turn is always reactive and never... um, Proactive. Proactive. And so you're always in that situation where you're having to wait so long before it's your turn and that you're always having to react to what everyone else has done twice over. And then there's games like Viticulture and Lords of Waterdeep, like you mentioned, a a ton of other ones where you have to go somewhere to be the first player. Mm -hmm. Is that any better? Right? So that has its own problems. There are some games, though, where I don't notice it as much. And maybe it's in worker placement games, like Stone Age. Mm -hmm. That was our very first, really, foray into worker placement. Yeah, that's, that's true. And that one has the same rotating token. But I guess the difference is, you're not doing all of the things, and then the next person does all of the things. In the worker placement, it's usually place one, next person one. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not as bad for me if it's just a rotating first player mm-hmm. as opposed to a place to go. So I think I, I see what you're saying and, and would agree. But I think that Viticulture cracked it. I agree. I really love that the different waking up times have different bonuses. Mm-hmm. And that really affects how you're going to plan when you go out and when you wake up. Right. And so it has, an, it has more of an impact on the game versus just being first all the time. I think this game, more than any other worker placement game I can think of off the top of my head that we've played, what you do has big consequences later. And I guess that's true. (laughs) It's true in in things like Stone Age where, oh, I'm going to build up my technology Mm -hmm. for food so I don't have to feed as much. Like, that's a big consequence. But I guess I mean, like, immediately because you are planting a field Mm -hmm. and it's got a limited number of spaces you can plant on it and if you don't get the wine that needs those grapes and then you've got to tear up that field Mm -hmm. it can really set you back i i definitely agree i i i agree because there have been many times that i've played the game and planted late and then it's like i'm late to aging my wine and then i'm late to doing it to getting it to or getting it to the crush pads then aging my wine, and then everything gets set back, and so then you're having to kind of play a little bit of a catch-up sometimes in that you're trying to plant, <laughs> get the seeds, plant everything in time, get the buy the upgrade that you want to, to let you do, because sometimes, you know, the wines need special equipment, and so then you... You have to decide, oh, should I just draw cards and hope I get one that doesn't need the special equipment? Do I buy the special equipment and then wait? And so 
it can affect how the beginning of the game starts for you, which is interesting. Absolutely. I think that lends to the theme mm-hmm. in the game, which I think is very strong. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a passing interest in wineries or wine, <laughs> this is one we played with my parents mm-hmm. because my dad makes wine. And I think it helps for sure. And there's a, a winery near here that we mm-hmm. go to. So having that little bit of a connection can really help. I do think this game is another one where it's really great with two. I think it's fun with three. I think four is pushing it. It goes to six, and I would never do that to myself. (laughs) I didn't realize it goes to six. Yeah. Oh, no. That would take too long, I think. Because there are just, there's a lot of decisions to make. There's a lot of decisions to make. It's a lot of planning your entire year, and then planning the year after that. Right. Which is a lot to think about. (laughs) And the fact that you don't get your meeples back, you have to... You have to choose when to play your workers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Through, through the year mm-hmm. makes it very difficult to do what you're talking about, which is that idea of setting, like, I'm going to get the seeds and then plant and then everything. Doing that early is very difficult because you generally don't have the workers to do it. Mm-hmm. And the setup of the game, speaking of workers and kind of how many you have, is interesting. You pick your mama and your papa. <laughs> the the ancestors, yes. if you will, of of this this winery, and based on those, that's your starting. Yeah, hand, the, so if, to I, speak. if I remember right, I think the papa like always gives you money, and then either a bonus, as in like equipment, or um, um, and then I think everyone gets the big meeple, right? The right, the grande, the grande. I don't remember what the mom... Oh, she usually gives you some kind of cards. Like, sometimes you can start out with wine orders and seeds, or um, or the, um, the grapes, or um, the bonus cards, the yellow ones, which are the people who visit and stuff, or the right. blue ones, which, like, help you later on in the game. So it kind of depends on how you want to start your game. Yeah, one of them, like you said, is money and equipment, or maybe it's money and meeples, because mm-hmm. you do start with a different number of workers, too, potentially, mm-hmm. with that. So you brought up the Grande Worker. This is our first encounter with that. I love the Grande Worker so much. And I think the industry does, too, because <laughs> it's definitely popped up in games that have been made mm-hmm. later. The ability to go where there's already a meeple... It's not even that so much in this game, because a lot of times there's multiple spaces. Well, when we play with two, yeah, we don't have to worry about that as much. But if you play with four, there's only three spaces in each of the... Well, it limits, though, so maybe with two there might only be one, because remember, it it limits the number of spaces. Yes, it's And then they have bonuses on the spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Really, I think with that Grande Worker, it's not so much I need to go to this place and I can't. It's I want to go there and get this. But of course, maybe I don't remember now if you get the bonus. Now that you I don't get that. the bonus if you put the Grande mm. Worker there. Um, that's the caveat, is that if you wait... You just get the action. Yeah, if you're the first one to get there, then you're going to get that bonus. Right. But if you're waiting and it fills up and then you use your Grande Worker, you're not going to get that bonus. I think some of them only... They don't reward the first player. They don't. I think you in, want to be the second. I think in fall, the touring is better for the second person. 
I don't remember. I want to say, <laughs> I want to say, I feel like my memory is really good about it, but yeah. I don't know. But I, I want to say maybe one of them, it's the touring. The second person gets that better bonus. Or one of the card drawing, the second person gets that better bonus. I feel like one of the, like the merchant one, the one where you exchange. It's not really a merchant, but it's, you can do exchanges mm-hmm. maybe. I don't remember, but you know what? We're, We're going to go play it and yeah. find out. <laughs> so you hang out where you are, and we'll be back in about 10 seconds. Okay, we're back. Oh my gosh. Viticulture vidied and cultured, <laughs> feeling wine. Grapes up. grown. Grapes grown. Wine drank. Crushed, aged. <laughs> Carted off to the nearest wine market. Maybe we send our wine to the winery local. Maybe so. Mm. We'd probably get more money if it was just a giant industrial (laughs) complex. Yes. (laughs) Um, So how did it go? What do you think? I want to say this was probably the closest you and I have come to, to... you winning? <laughs> Whoa. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to Oof. say it. I didn't know how to say it nicely. That is, that's hurtful. I love you so much, but. <laughs> it looked like it was going to be a runaway game. Honestly, at, I was at 20 points. And so for the two player, we just play up to 25 points. Um, yeah, you were, you were still I back at two. like two or three yeah, points. Or three. And I was at 20 and I was like, you better make your move now or I'm literally going to fill this last order and win. But that's what's so great about this game. And I do it every time and I forget that I do it. But I, it just lay back, gather the things you need to do, and then do it for a bunch of points. That's That's how I've played this game pretty consistently in the past. And... I have to say, it works okay. There are definitely times in the past where I've missed the point where it's like, okay, now's the time to strike. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting to me is that's never my intention starting (laughs) out, but I'm always so cash poor. I don't know. Always, this game. This game has a tight economy. If you hadn't gotten the two cards that gave you a massive amount, well, $10 or lira. Essentially. But that was 10 times more than I had for the first three rounds. I did, I lucked out with the, yeah, with the yellow, the, um. The Summer Visitors. The Summer Visitors. I lucked out in those cards and that I got, yeah, a few of them that actually gave me a substantial amount of money early in the game. But I, I was worried because I could not pull red grapes right i pulled so many white grapes and it was i just kept pulling fill cards that were that were red or you know the white and the red and so like that was just that was so hard for me to to catch up on but i ended up so in this game we played gosh we played with everything 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 except for i don't know where the cheese stuff Came in. Did did you see it in the box? I didn't see a cheese. It might just be one of the oh, buildings. Oh, you know what? There's more stuff in the actual Tuscany expansion box than we play with. Now that I think about it, there are still... That's where I put the old board. Oh, you I'll separated. I'll they're in there of the stuff that I'm like, we're never going to play with this. 
it must be in that box. Mm -hmm. So we didn't, maybe we didn't play with everything, or maybe we're crazy and there is no cheese making. <laughs> Just makes sense to have wine and cheese. Like, <laughs> or maybe there was some sort of other expansion. Maybe. That we're thinking of. But we, so we played with the expanded board. Mm -hmm. Part of the expanded board, which I had completely forgotten, and coming on the heels of Eschaton, and we talked about barbarians, and it's it was like area control tacked on to a game i thought about that halfway through and i was like gosh i really they don't like snuck this. it in here and but what's funny is i i didn't mind it and i think that's mm. because it was a two-player game well even with more people it might have been okay i think what sold it for me was i didn't have anything else i could do because i had no money and so i there was no point in saving a worker for later in the year to train because even then you you need four dollars for lira but you'd have to do two tours, which use two of your... Yeah, so I actually didn't hate it. I was okay with it. It made me want to pick that waking up space more often than I normally would. Have. I picked it much more. I realized... I thought back to when we had played before, and um, it was definitely just kind of an afterthought for me when we played with the extended board in the past. And so this time around, I was like, I need to play everything. I need to play... The, I need to play the area control board, I need to play my building board, and I need to play with the certified workers. So I need to play with everything. And so I made it a point to to try and control part of the board. So I actually, yeah, I picked that waking up time that gave you that star so then that later I wouldn't have to use a worker at the beginning right. of spring, right. the very beginning of the year, to just get it or save a worker Oh, no, I guess it was only that one. There was a bonus area in winter, but with two players, you don't play with a bonus. I forgot, yeah. So, okay. but that saved you. I was hoping you would neglect it, <laughs> because at the end, it it saved you from losing. It did. The fact that I, you did that. I was like, you already had all of your stars out on the board, right? so it helped me pick what I was going to pick. That was sort of just by chance that I ended up controlling that area in particular that gave me the two points right because i was like i don't know not we, really paying attention not really paying points, attention yeah. um i thought i was gonna get to the to the win a little bit faster than i did but definitely the grapes slowed me down yeah and then i was just rolling in the cash near the last half of the game i think you finished with 20 lira i had so much and i was like i don't know what to do with this like i could go and pay for stuff, but then it's like, I only get to do it once. So I'm not really going to bother with that. I only bothered it with the one time when I knew I just need to fill this round. So I just need to hold back one or two workers, my grande or my, or just one of my regular workers. So the certified workers that we played with was the Politico, who could be placed on the bonus action and then could pay a dollar to take that bonus action again. And we also played with the Traveler, and the Traveler could be placed on a past season action, no matter the number of people playing, which was really beneficial for me in that I could probably save him till the end and then go back in time and just kind of bump myself up at some point. Um, I did it with the Star. I did it with drawing um, drawing grave cards. I did it... Uh, I did it with building so that I could build again before I harvested or before I before I harvested. So I used it to make my cellar. Yeah, it was the traveler was super beneficial to me during that game. I will say with the 
edition of the buildings deck, I built fewer main buildings. So the meeple buildings mm-hmm. you get and you put on your board. I didn't I only I didn't build I didn't only build the cellars and the starving ones. I mean, yeah, there's not really other there's the windmill well, there's that the cottage, nobody uses. The tasting room, the windmill, which is terrible. The tasting room <laughs> is terrible. The I built the, the cottage. Yoke. The yoke I always build and I didn't this time. It was just so tight in the number of, of actions, which it was very tight. Is my it's my complaint with playing with the modules that add extra places to put people. I already don't have enough mm-hmm. workers to place in a year. And so I'm much less inclined to want to play with those again. I I got lucky <laughs> again with the two <laughs> structure cards that I got because they synergized together. I got ooh, I don't remember what they're called, but the first one was every time I fill an order, I get an extra victory point. And then the second one I got was every time I filled an order, I got two dollars. So that did help me in the end of it getting did. those two extra dollars each time and then getting that extra point each time. But I would argue if you hadn't gotten those two summer visitor cards that gave you so much money to start with, it took me forever to get a building out. I agree. Because I'd never had three dollars. <laughs> no, I didn't have it for turns and turns and turns. So if you hadn't gotten lucky there, I feel like you wouldn't have been able to build those early, and then you could just forget about them at that point. It's true, but they are also what helped me get to. Also, the they end. were they were the victory points every passive, time, and they and were passive. You didn't have to put a person there. Yeah. See, for mine, I had to put a person there. Yes. And yeah, I think. I've never really been in love with, or I've, uh, let me back that and say, I've never maybe appreciated appropriately <laughs> having the fewer meeples. Like, I always want to do something else. And I get it. That's part of it. And it's part of why I like the game. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not a complaint. I don't think you should change. It's so compelling. It's, uh, do I do this <laughs> now or do I do this in a little bit? And I feel it's way more in this game than any other worker placement we play where I'm like, I do not have enough people. Usually it's, I don't have anywhere I want to go. I agree. Um, so it's not, you know, over the top meaningful where I'm putting that character. Right. But we were talking about earlier during the game was, you know, we're planning two or three steps ahead and then we're planning into the next year. Yes. And so it, it's hard because you have branching paths and it's like, well, if I put my character here, then I can harvest. But, you know, what if the other player puts their character there and then I don't get the bonus for this other one? Right. So should I do the bonus for this one or should I do the bonus for that one? And so I agree. It was, it was just really tight playing with just the two of us. Even with more people, it's, it's really tight, I feel like. The major complaint I think people have with work placement is, like I said, oh, there's just nowhere for me to go now or there's nothing to do. And for, to look at this game and see there's maybe 20 places, maybe, maybe there's, I don't think there's more than 20 worker placement actions to take in the year. Um, there's four per, oh no, winter has a, has some extras. Yeah, so, even yeah. if it's four, per, even if it's five per, that's 20. Yeah. So they're so limited that it seems like it would be simple. It's not, it's not water deep where there's 
25 on the board and then you're adding buildings and it's not mm -hmm. stone age i guess doesn't have that many but you place more workers in each one so it's a mm -hmm. little bit of a different animal so i think someone could come in with this and say oh there's only 20 places to put my workers it's a simple worker placement game deceptive it, it's so deceptive <laughs> this has got to be the the most thinky worker placement we play i I, yeah, I think it is still way up there for me. And I feel like... In likability or in complexity? Complexity and likability. Sure. Because yes. this time around, I actually felt like I used a lot of the cards. I don't know why it took me so long. It took so long to click for me, you know, on the yellow and blue cards that just make three cups of wine. And I was like, yes. oh my god, that's pivotal. I don't know why it didn't click for me earlier in other games. And I was like, why would I do this when I could place my worker somewhere and get this benefit? And using those cards to make those cups of wine, oh my gosh, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either. And I felt the same way. I And this could be, which is why I love doing this segment of looking at it then and looking at it now. It's been, It's probably been a year since we played. At least, if not more. If not more. We've played this game many times. I just felt... Like, this time, it's felt like such more of a mature game. And I think you were even saying that last time we did an event and now, that you were playing a more mature game. And then you said those immature words about me. But <laughs> anyway, so I think maybe this, yeah, just is a really useful way to, for us to look back and think about how we have changed and how we play these games. Yeah, I, I was very beginning of this game. I got a yellow card one of the summer visitors, and it was like, just lose two points and get six coins. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this right. will this will benefit me so much. And I felt like it past me probably would not have done that because why do I want to go into negative points? And even though I did those negative points, it was still really tight for us. One point difference. Let's just <laughs> jump to the end. <laughs> One point difference. I was beaten by my wife, but that's fine. Hey. Like you said, that's closer than I usually get. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? I don't think so. I still really enjoyed this a lot. I think the theming is great. The boards. I love all the little meeples. All the different decks of cards. Unique. And I really enjoyed it with all of the different modules. I, I did too. I, I think that playing, again... The building ones here or there for me, I would play with it again. I did think that playing with it all maybe did help make it feel like that more mature game. I, you want to make a recommend, or not a recommendation, but a a guess as to where this will land when we rank the closet? Mm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say top five for me. Top five? I don't think it'll hit top five for me. Mm -hmm. I do like it a whole lot. I honestly, now that we played this two-player game again, and it was, you know, it, it felt more mature with all of these added modules and just where we've come through in our, you know, gaming career, I would love to play it with, like, a third or fourth person and yeah. play it, play a nice, like, tight, quick game of... Yeah. yeah, this was a little bit more than 90 minutes for the two of us, not including setup. It was already pretty much ready to go, and we played it a lot of times. So it's a two and a half, three hour game, which mm -hmm. is, it's huge. That, that's a lot going on for that box. It's a small box and it is heavy. 
and this is one of the versions of worker placement that I really enjoy is that you put your worker down and you get that benefit. Yeah. Instead of having to wait for every single person to go around and do it and then wait for some person to take all of their meeples off. Because that just helps. That helps me keep the plan in my mind without having to wait because it's that downtime where I forget, oh, what was I going to do? I don't remember where I was going to play my meeple. But in this one, when you just, it's your turn, you put your meeple down, you get that benefit, and yeah. then your, your mind can move on to the next step. And that is what I really like. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, let's move on to the next step and get some dinner. Oh, yeah. So thank you all for listening. As usual, this has been the Game Closet Chats. My name is Adam. And I'm Bianca. And you can find us on Twitter at Game Closet Chats. So listen, or I guess read what we have to say there and don't forget you can favorite us on anchor as well to always know when a new episode is posted Woo. thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time mm-hmm.